Hi guys, so welcome back again to the Creative Truth Podcast. Uh, I'm your co-host Raz. And I'm Tyler. And we are going to talk about dependence, independence, and interdependence today. So stay tuned. Yeah, so on today's show, uh, Tyler's going to lead it. Last last week I talked a lot about mentorship, uh, but uh, so that was my topic. I have a lot of mentors. I mentor people. I love being mentored. Uh, it's the easiest way to grow. But there's another aspect to growth and business and being a creative uh, that Tyler's an expert in. It's something that I'll, I'll let you start off with. Yeah, and I don't remember where I first learned about this concept, but it was definitely one of like the bunch of business books I read. And so if I remember where I heard it first, I'll, I'll drop it below in the description. But otherwise, I'm just gonna take complete credit for coming up with this. It's, it's a well-established concept, but basically, if you look at it as the way you're growing up, we're, we're gonna talk about your career, but we're gonna just start, as you're a little kid, you're completely dependent on your mom. You're dependent on your parents to change you, to clothe you, to feed you. And then as you get a little bit older, you start to become more independent and you're able to dress yourself, you wake up in the morning, you do your own things and and then you know and then as you get older you learn how to like you go to class and you start learning how to share and work with other people well the same thing rings true in, in your career and i know when i was in college we, we talked we talked in a previous podcast about finding your niche and then also developing your niche in your your t of uh of, of you know you got a, a broad variety of skills you might have but you should have one that you're really deeply knowledgeable in. Mm -hmm. um, when you're in college or you're first starting out in your video production career or your creative career, um, you know you need you need the skills of actually creating the video. You need to know how to use a camera. You need to know how to edit. You need to know how to do sound design. You need to know how to market yourself with a website. And you need to know how to run your social media accounts. And so when you're first starting out, you're thinking, oh, I need to do all these things. I need to create everything from scratch. I need to become a master in all these areas. So that's really the stage of, you're going from learning about the, the industry, mm -hmm. the video production industry or your creative field, and then you're starting to become independent in that you're trying to tackle all these things on your own. And it isn't until you really become, I feel like you don't really become a professional until you come to that next step, which is interdependence. And so that's really what you want to be. Um, it's great to be independent and to be able to do all those things yourself, mm -hmm. but to be interdependent is to recognize that what when you work with other people and you collaborate with other professionals, you know, they say like the sum of the the sum of the parts is greater than the individual. I, I mm -hmm. loved it last time too. But basically, yeah, we'll have to look it up. I just keep it on the screen. <laughs> just a little note card. Like, the same, the same idiom, like over and over. I mess it up every time. But basically, what it means is what you're able to do with other people is greater than either of you could do on your own independently. Right. The way I think about it is like one plus one equals ten instead of one plus one equals two. Yeah, right. Equals two. Yeah. Yeah. So, so what you're saying is like, so it's dependence, independence, interdependence. Dependence is like when you're learning stuff. Right. You mean? Yeah. You're just okay. starting out. Like you're dependent on other people's knowledge. You're dependent on 
watching YouTube videos, you're dependent on, you know, getting your first camera set up or a graphic design computer. Like you're not at the point where you can do these things on your own because you're reliant on other people or just uh, knowledge sources. Mm -hmm. um, so you're still in that infantile stage of your career or your creative venture. And then as you start to branch out on your own, I talk a lot about wedding videos because I do a lot of wedding videos. Um, my so, so when should a person think about branching out? Like what, when do you know it's time to stop being dependent and become independent? Uh, independent or interdependent? Ind well, independent first, right? Yeah, in independent. So you go from dependent to independent, right? Yeah, independent is just when you're able to do those things on your own. So like uh, de dependency, if you want to say get into wedding videos, but you don't know where to start, a good way to start would be to depend, de depend on somebody who's already doing it. Mm -hmm. Be a second shooter, uh, shadow somebody, mm -hmm. go along with somebody and, and learn from them. So, but you wouldn't necessarily go out on your own and, and shoot a whole wedding video or a wedding of, um, you know, do wedding photos on, you know, first thing right out the right. gate. Right. You rely on learning those skills and other people's knowledge at first. Mm -hmm. And then when you've done it a couple of times, you've got the cameras set up, you're confident, um, you know, the key moments of that particular, that's just one product. This could apply to anything. Um, but then you're like, okay, I can do this on my own. And mm -hmm. then you say, all right, I'm gonna start my own. I'm gonna be the A shooter. I'm gonna um, start shooting weddings because like I've been shadowing people for a while. I feel confident I can do it on my own. That's independent. That's mm -hmm. switching to independence. You're no longer like secondary. You are the primary. Mm -hmm. um, and you're working for yourself and you're starting to make money. And then after you do it for a while, you realize that you're limited. You're limited in your time. You're limited in you, where you can f physically be. Mm -hmm. um, and that's what happened to me was I was shooting weddings and I'm realizing that when I'm out with the bride and the groom shooting like the portrait, uh, the portrait section of it with the families, mm -hmm. I'm missing cocktail hour. Or when I'm preparing and the bride is getting ready and I'm documenting her mom zipping her dress up and her putting her, her veil on, I'm missing the guys yeah. getting a tie. And that's when I realized that the product that I could deliver to my wedding clients would be way better if I had a second person with me. Mm -hmm. And that's when I reached a stage of interdependence. And mm -hmm. so no longer will I, will I go to a video shoot by myself. I mean, very rarely. I, I typically, when I'm quoting a client, a potential client, I'm quoting them for two people because what I'm able to do with other people mm. is going to be greater than what I could ever do on my own and also relieve, relieve a lot of stress. Yeah. So it's easier. It's better for in the end. You can charge more money for it because it's two people's time. Mm -hmm. um, and so that's just one example. I have, I can talk about this all day long. Yeah. What other questions do you have for me on this? Uh, so maybe somebody's out there thinking, uh, but, but Tyler, I need all that money. Why would I pay somebody else to help me? You know? You hit on it right there. Yeah. That's the mental block. People think, oh, well, if I pay this second shooter $600 for the day or $800 or whatever, that's six hundred or eight hundred dollars I could keep for myself. Mm -hmm. 
But what you're not thinking is that your client will pay 600 or 800 or 1,000 or 1,200 more to have that second source of documentation. And this is, again, just speaking about wedding videos or event coverage or something like that. Mm -hmm. So you're ultimately providing a much better product by being able to have better coverage and, and two different people's perspectives. You know, when you when I'm shooting a wedding or when I'm shooting anything, any promotional video, corporate video, I'm going for like shot variety. Mm -hmm. I typically shoot locked down on a tripod, but I shoot handheld when it makes sense. I shoot wide, I shoot close-ups, I shoot medium shots. Mm -hmm. I shoot, you know, it's great to have, here's the thing. If you want to add a drone service as an additional add-on, it's not like the whole wedding is going to be drone shots. It's that one money shot mm -hmm. and you can charge an extra $400 for that for the day just to get that one shot. True. Um, but you can't do all that on your own. So maybe you could hire a, you could charge your client an extra $400. They come out for a half hour, they get their drone shot, they go home and you pay them a hundred bucks. I mean, and you're now you've got a drone shot. That's like next level yeah. production. That's true. So you got to think like it's not, it's the mindset has to be how can I better the product mm -hmm. of what I'm providing to my client and then don't think of it as like you're you know wasting money you're basically I mean at the end of the day the client's covering that cost but you're right. able to provide a better product that's right so you become dependent on other people yeah and I'm always thinking about like customer the customer experience as well like if you have like if you're out there and you're paying people uh, $10 an hour to be a B shooter or to come out and help you. They're not going to be, they're going to be ready to, they're going to be ready to leave as soon as the, you know, the shit hits the fan. They're going to be rude to customers and clients and you, and they're going to be, you know, they're going to leave early. So if you pay people like generously, like Tyler does, like I try to, uh, you know, $600 for the day, $800 for the day, then, you know, they're going to be willing to go above and beyond for the client. They'll be willing to run, you know, so to get a better shot. Or, you know, saying just like put themselves in a situation or do whatever it takes to provide a great customer experience. So you have to think about that as well. Like you can charge more because you're providing a better experience and they're going to get a better product when you work with other people. Absolutely. And and people are going to want to work with you mm -hmm. and you're going to you're going to show up feeling like, oh, wow, this is great. Like and this is I'm making good money. I'm uh, I'm and then you're going to again, provide a better product, mm -hmm. your second shooter, your B shooter, whatever, they're going to, like you said, be enthusiastic and want to be there mm -hmm. versus like, oh, I got to drag myself out of bed on a Saturday and I'm not making enough money. I have to work so many gigs. I mean, the, the work is out there. Yeah. If you can figure out how to reach people and, and, and separate your product from, from everyone else's. That's right. And a great way to do that is to work with other people because it's hard to take that next step and recognizing that you can't do it all alone. You mm -hmm. can't do it all yourself. And that's stepping from independence to, in, uh, to interdependence, depending on other people and working collaboratively. Yeah. I can give more examples of earlier on in my career. Yeah, yeah, that's where I was gonna go next. It's like, so so Tyler, before he moved to Savannah, he lived in upstate New York and uh, New York, New York. So, but you had it. A pretty strong team up there, right? Mm -hmm. Before you moved down here, so like, how did you build that team? You went from independent to interdependent. So like, how did you build that the team around you so you could create? Absolutely. Um, well, now I'm at the point where I recognize people's abilities and skills and interests. 
But back then, I didn't even know what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. So I was bouncing around and I was doing just general marketing stuff, including social media marketing, building websites, Squarespace, Wix, WordPress, the whole thing. And uh, doing like SEO work, targeted ads. It gave me some great perspective. But at the end of the day, I realized I don't want to do all that stuff. I don't find joy out of that. There are people out there that that's their thing and they're really good at it and they're really knowledgeable. And so I want to I want to work with those people and collaborate with them, but not necessarily do the work myself. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so I had I was working with a team of talented marketing like graphic designers. I was doing some graphic design work, but I'm not I'm no graphic designer. Right. Um, so it'd be better to, you know, if you're selling a video say to your client you know i don't don't say they'll say yes i do i offer these things but you can say well i have some talented partners that i work with who can provide these services mm-hmm. um or you just or i mean i don't know how to, we'll, we'll go into like the sales part of it in a different podcast as how as far as how you structure that with your subcontractors and with your client um but you don't necessarily have to offer all the services yourself because mm-hmm. you'll stretch yourself too thin right. and you will never separate yourself as the best in any one of those services or right. abilities. But then also don't res- limit yourself to, oh, I only do this thing because you can always work with other people. So like even meeting Raz, uh, Raz is into multi-camera live stream podcasting. I'm into standard EFP, point, shoot, go home and edit video production. And so we're like, okay, how can we create something together that makes sense for us? Mm-hmm. And so we've got our own uh, businesses, T Associates and Pod on the Go, sponsors the Creative Truth. And uh, so now we've been getting uh, gigs that fall under either umbrella and passing work back and forth and having multi-shooters on, on different uh, video shoots and, and productions. Mm-hmm. And then we're also like, oh, we could start a podcast together or we just talk about our our interest in our in our knowledge and our experience That's right. and uh, we could get t-shirts and mugs that are available on creative-truth.com slash shop and do all this stuff collaboratively that we would never be able to do on our own and and the other thing that Raz is really good at is putting himself out there and, and putting himself in front of a camera and interviewing people and talking to people and that's something that I was never really good at and I'm still not good at but yeah. I'm getting there. Well you're not bad. I'm getting it. Well, now I feel like- not bad. Like I listened to a radio show the other night, like the host was terrible. I was like, this is terrible. I can't believe it's on the radio. But yeah, so you're definitely not bad. Thank you. And I'm gonna get better each time. For sure. And we'll talk about growth in, in another podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so so how did you come up with this, uh, the idea of dependence, independence, interdependence, and like why did it stick with you? I didn't, I didn't come up. It's a it's a well established mm-hmm. uh, business. But I, I guess like why did it stick with you? Then? Oh, why did it stick with you? Yeah. Because because taking that next step is really hard. It's really hard to rely on people and structure things in a way that everyone wins. The client, your subs, and you. And because you got you got as a business owner, you got taxes to think about. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So you have to charge enough money so that it makes sense for you. And then um, you got all this overhead that you're not thinking about. You're also putting your name out there. Mm-hmm. So, so oh yeah, so like when I tr- transitioned from Tyler Edic Video Services to T Associates, what happened was 
I had a wedding booked and then my best friend decided he wanted to get married and he wanted to make me the best man on the same day as his wedding. Mm. And so I'm like, okay, I can't, I can't not go to my best friend's wedding, but at the same time, I don't want to back out on this client because that's I don't believe in backing out, mm -hmm. you know, before somebody's on their wedding day. So I said, I'll give you two options. I will refund you 100% of your money right now, and I will help you find a different videographer, or I will find people that I trust and send them to your wedding to document your wedding, and I will do all the edit, and it will look like one of my videos, even though I won't physically be there. And that's the option she chose. Mm. And so then I had two shooters at this wedding operating under Tyler Edict Video Services, and I thought, this is a risk to mm. have. Yeah, it's a big risk. If they don't yeah. show up, it's my name yeah. is attached to this business. And so that's where I decided to kind of pivot the way I brand myself as a video uh, professional. But that was a big step for me in that um, it's not all about me. It's not all about mm -hmm. you know one what one person is able to provide. It's what you know the people I trust um, are able to put out there. And you said earlier, if you're paying people ten dollars an hour, they're gonna flake. Yeah. But if they're like, oh man, this is like a great, I feel like I'm getting paid so well, yeah. then they're gonna be enthusiastic and be there. That's right. For you and do anything for you. That's right. So, Yeah, cool, man. So I, I love the concept and it's something I think about a lot as well. Uh, just, you know, putting, like like I said, one plus one equals 10. Mm -hmm. So like I'm always ready to go into anything I do, whether it's when I used to do real estate or I still do real estate or whatever I do, like I'm always looking for somebody to partner with because you can make things happen a lot faster and a lot better when you put heads together and kind of, you know, bring those ideas together. So I love the concept of that. If so, there are other people in your market doing the things that you want to do, don't look at them as your competition. Right. Say, how can I bring something to the table to better your business and to help myself? That's right. And figure out how to collaborate. And it doesn't, it doesn't always work because of personality differences and just, you know, yeah. it doesn't always work. That's right. But, but you, when it does, yeah, and then, yeah. but if you think about it as, as opportunities rather than competition or setbacks, uh, you know, maybe you can partner up with, maybe there's one other really good videographer or photographer or graphic designer in your market doing what you want to do and you guys can build something together, mm -hmm. partner up, merge your two businesses and be able to do the one plus one equals 10, create something bigger than yourself. Then you'll have reached that stage of interdependence in your career and you will not regret it you that's will, right you will you will feel it in your in your gut and you will know that wow i have reached the next level in my career mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. as I a creative agree. yeah for sure and like so like when you're looking for people you definitely want to look for uh, you like the the idea is to hire fast and fight hire slow and fire fast. Have you ever heard that? I've heard of it. Yeah, yeah. I'm, so bad, that, I'm bad at that. But. <laughs> so that's the idea with even forming partnerships, and you know, like you want to hire them slow, very slow. Like you want to go get lunch first. You know, what I'm saying then you want to go to a networking event together. Then you want to work on a small project, and if that works, you go to a larger project. And if that works, then you start sending them a bunch of work. So it's like you just you got to work up to that independent, interdependent relationship because like just jumping right in, like some, you know, there's going to be miscommunication and then it's not gonna work out. You know, so just just do it slowly. Like you have time. Like you don't have to give them your best client starting out. For sure. You know, you want to like work with a smaller project that you guys can work on together, see how it works out, see what can be done better, see if you like working with them, see if they're nice to the clients. 
see it, you know, make sure they're not trying to steal clients from you. Mm-hmm. You know, I had somebody do that before, you know, a couple of times. So yeah, and if you know, somebody's if you hire somebody to to go on a video shoot for you and they're handing out their own card yep. and trying to cut you out, yep. then they haven't recognized that opportunity. That's right. That's right. They're thinking about number one only. Yep. Yep. And if they if they get back to you in a timely manner as well. You know, so that's that's you know, is your communication uh quick, fast, understandable? You know, do you guys communicate well? So yeah, so those are just things to look out for when you're looking for a person to you know, grow with. Yeah. That's great. That's great. I think uh, that's all I have for now. Good. Yeah. That's all I have too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I do have a moment of truth. You want me to do that now or you want to do this? Bad luck. Yeah, let's now. hit us with it. Okay. Uh, so uh, a book I read a long time ago that I revisit a lot as an audio book, it's called The War of Art. And it's by, I forget his name. Uh, I forget his name right now, but it's a book called The War of Art. And the, the meat of it that I took away from it is the concept of the resistance. And it basically says that every time you're trying to grow yourself, start something new, create something uh, impactful in the world, you know, make a change in the world, positive change, then the resistance is gonna jump in front of you with uh, everything it has. You know, like it's gonna jump in front of you to tell you that no, you're not smart enough, you're not tall enough, you're not, uh, you don't have the right connections, you, um, you're too slow to run this race. You know, the resistance is right there. It's going to tell you exactly. It's going to put that wall in front of you, you know? So, like, if you're trying to lose weight, you're on a diet, it's going to say, hey. It's going to have your best friends call you and say, hey, let's go get beer and dessert and milkshakes and ice cream and Leopold's and let's go. But you know what I'm saying? It's going to tell you all these things that it's like, I can't say no to my friends because I love these guys. So, so just watch out for the resistance in your life. Every time you're trying to make a positive change in your life and you feel that wall right there, that resistance, then you just have to keep, you have to keep going through it. Like live streaming, for instance. Like I absolutely love live streaming, and I I notice resistance every time I try to live stream something because I either like a camera battery dies, or I don't have one piece of equipment, or the internet goes down, or the lighting's not right. You know what I mean? So like, but that's how I know I'm going in the right direction because there's always something that happens, and I just have to meet it with uh, optimism and know that I'll do better next time. Because like, you won't see any resistance, like. If I say, let's go to Bojangles after this, you know what I'm saying? That won't be any resistance there because it's the wrong, it's the wrong route to take. But if I say, let's, uh, you know, let's, let's go out and lie to our clients or let's go try and sell a bunch of videos and just, not, you know, over deliver and under, you know what I'm saying? Under deliver and over promise. You know what I mean? If I said something like that, then it wouldn't be any resistance. Like it'll, it'll work out smoothly. The easy route's not the best. Route. Yeah. Yeah. So just focus and look, check out the book. The Art of War and The War of Art, I'm sorry, both two great books, but The War of Art, check out The, the War of Art and just think about the resistance in your life, you know, and think about driving through those walls that are trying to hold you down. Like you don't have any barriers in life if you don't want to have any barriers. So just, just focus on driving through that wall or climbing over it or tunneling under it or walking around it. Like what do you have to do to get to your goals? And that's it. Okay. I love it. Cool. I'm glad. <laughs> All right, cool. So, uh, yeah, thank you guys for joining us on The Creative Truth. Once again, uh, we're back again this week, so thank you guys for joining us. Uh, shout out to our sponsors, uh, Podcast on the Go. Uh, at Podcast on the Go, we do uh, podcast production, launches, editing uh, on a weekly, monthly basis, whatever you need. And we also do professional live streaming 
uh, all around the region, uh, whether it's a comedy show or a podcast or a live event you want to live stream, we can we can help you with that. Yep, and uh, the other sponsor for this week's episode is T Associates LLC. It's a production company based in Savannah, specializing in wedding and corporate videos. And uh, you can find us at theteassociates.com. Perfect. All right, yeah, and my website's potonthebill.com. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so uh, that's it for this episode. Thank you guys for joining us. Uh, I'm your co-host, Raz. And I'm Tyler. And this has been The Creative Truth. Thanks for watching.